0: This is episode 25. Let's get started. Smarter Parenting welcomes you to our podcast series, The Parenting Coach for ADHD. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Hello, my friends. I hope everybody's doing well today. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, treatment options for ADHD. And so this actually is a great topic to bring up to parents who are uh, trying to figure out exactly what approach should I be taking. Now, I have to apologize for my voice because uh, I I don't know what happened to it. It's kind of low, (laughs) and I'm not exactly sure why it's this low, but I have been struggling with this kind of weird cough for a while, and so... I'm just getting over it, and um, but I, I kind of like this. It's kind of like a Barry White voice, right? It's like, hello, right? <laughs> Probably a great radio voice, but it's not my usual voice. I actually speak a little bit higher than this normally. Um, so anyways, bear with me, if you will, as we accept our imperfections, all our imperfections. Now, uh, before I begin, I want to set my intention for this uh, discussion anyways, uh, and what I want to set my intention to is that I want to be able to convey with, to you why some of the options that are available to parents are important uh, to consider, specifically because a lot of parents will receive information from a a professional and they'll think, well, that absolutely will not work. That approach is just ridiculous and I don't want to do that. Um, So my intention is to explain why some of these uh, approaches from Professionals from mental health professionals will be beneficial and can be beneficial to you and your child, right? Uh, The first thing I do want to uh, be able to discuss with you is this idea that we um, learn to be a little more open minded to some of these approaches. Now, I am not talking about some kind of crazy weird way out there program or anything like that. Um, These are things that have been founded in science to be helpful, especially with mental health and dealing with ADHD. We are not going to be talking about medication here uh, because medication is something that you should be consulting with your medical professional about. And specifically because every child is unique and different and their makeup is different the way they respond to medications is different. Covering something like that is is really out of the realm of what we do here at Smarter Parenting. So I'm going to share with you an example of something that happened to me. Uh, I've been working lately with a family who have a child with ADHD, and we are doing home visits. So I actually go into the home, and I work with them there. Now, that is my background. Um, I did that for around 10 years where I went into homes and I helped families with children who struggled with issues to help build the the home. My, the work that I did there was fascinating because usually the families that were referred to me were on the list from DCFS, um, the Department of Child and Family Services. And without an intervention, they were looking at removing the child from the home because of instability or what have you. My work with those types of families, super high intensity, uh, providing them feedback, my presence in the home uh, was actually for a couple of hours a week, uh, usually around eight to 10 hours for the first three or four weeks, and then it started to taper off near the end. And I'd work with a family roughly between six to 10 weeks in implementing change, right? Uh, super high intensity, super hard. You know, these families had multiple issues going on, uh, ADHD. That's that's my background uh, as far as working with families. Did that for 10 years and it was fantastic. So I've actually jumped back into that and in working with families with ADHD issues. Um, so I'm working with a family right now where I made some suggestions on things that we should try. And the family, and I'm sharing this because they've given me permission, the family... Um, initially was like, that's not going to work, right? Uh, And I asked them, okay, so what is the hesitation? Why are we having this struggle with this um, suggestion? And for them, they had played out in their mind that they've tried some of these interventions and they didn't work, right? They just were unsuccessful to see the change that they want. And so we had to talk a little bit about the science behind the recommendations that I gave them. So there are a couple of things that, I, uh, that a mental health professional may recommend that you as a parent uh, work on with your child. Some of those are behavioral, mostly behavioral issues. They may recommend that your child do some therapy, so psychotherapy, talk about ADHD and how it's affecting them or their family around them. And through that therapeutic intervention, your child can learn some additional things about how they respond uh, to stimuli and work through those things. Now, psychotherapy or therapy um, is a recommendation, and some parents are like, "Yeah, no, doesn't need that we We want to focus on the the hardline behavioral issues that my child is struggling with so behavioral therapy is one of those things, and that is teaching your child about the behavior that they are exhibiting and strategies to work around them. It's closely related to social skills training, but behavioral therapy is something your teacher, a teacher would do and implement in, into the home. Now, um, I did recommend some behavior behavior therapy where we implement some behavioral changes in the home. And uh, one of the responses from one of the parents was, well, uh, we feel like our child should conform to what it is that we're doing here in the home. And I did not actually argue with her. I agree with that because I think parents do need to set the structure in the home. Now, how they follow through with the structure that they've implemented in the home, that's a different story. And that could be very different. In getting the result that you want and the result that you do not want. So, we talked a lot about behavioral therapy and what it is and how we could work through that. So, they agreed, and we've been implementing some of those things. So, it's developing strategies uh, for how your child behaves in response to certain situations. So if the child is having some issues, for example, following instructions, what are the strategies you are going to implement or what are the strategies your child is going to implement to comply with what it is that you want them to do, right? So we put that in place. The next thing we put in place was social skills training, which can sometimes be useful if a child shows serious issues dealing with social environments. Um, so it 's kind of like uh, behavioral therapy. The goal of social skills training though is to help them with their the social aspect and what is appropriate in the environment that they 're in so for example, for ADHD children could be waiting their turn in conversations, it could be learning how to share toys appropriately, uh, it could be asking for help it could be dealing with um, a sibling who's who's making fun of them or teasing them. How do they respond to those things? Those are social uh, interactions that um, you can help teach your child how they should be responding to those. Um, I also recommended to this family that they reach out to other families who are dealing with the same issues as a support and as a communication. A, A lot of times parents who have children with ADHD or even children with other issues feel isolated and specifically when the child requires a lot of attention and a lot of monitoring, a parent can feel completely isolated from the world. And that isolation actually is a dangerous place to be. And I say that it's dangerous because in the isolation, you start to form this idea that you're dealing with things on your own and that there is no support out there. The reality is is there are other parents who are dealing with the exact same thing you're dealing with and reaching out and creating a network of support can be very, very helpful for you. There's nothing like sitting down and talking to somebody that you know understands exactly where you've been and what you've been through. We seek those people out, right? So finding a support group would be very, very helpful and beneficial, and if you're trying to find one, you can find a million on Facebook. Now, it's not the same as actually connecting with somebody, but you may be able to find somebody in your general vicinity or your location by connecting through Facebook. Now, one thing I do recommend for all parents, and that's parent training, and that's helping parents learn the skills that they need in order to implement change in their home. With the family that I'm working with, we are working on rewards and consequences that are immediate, right? Um, Now, you can jump over to the Smarter Parenting website. We have a skills lesson on that. And, of course, everything on the website is free for you, right? So why wouldn't you jump over there to get some resources? Anyways, um, with implementing rewards and consequences that are... Uh, immediate that helps connect the behavior of the child with the consequence Um, so whether or not it's good or bad now remember with children who struggle with ADHD having a consequence if you have it too far away from the behavior there is no connection to why they should change that behavior right So if a child is arguing with their sibling and you say, I'm gonna give you a consequence, but then you wait until then later that day, you say, well, because you did this back then, it's less effective than if you say, okay, you're arguing with your sibling now, here's the consequence here, you're gonna receive it right now. And that way it's connected and they're like, okay, I do this, it's connected to this. And with ADHD children, children who struggle with, with this, connecting those dots is essential to making a shift in the behavior that they have. So that's what we're working on with this family is is immediacy on their reaction to the behaviors rather than waiting until they're upset or angry or whatever. Uh, that does require them to spend time doing that and putting off some other things. However, in the long run, the more consistent you are at at putting that much time in the beginning it will save you time in the long run because then you're not dealing with the same issues over and over and over again that's part of parent skills training right uh, we've also been working on timeouts on a family time how they're they're spending time together those are all things that we are working on and this is all part of the parent skills training aspect of it um, One thing I do with all the parents that I work with is managing their own stress levels. And that's learning where their tolerance level is and where the breaking point is. And so uh, that also is part of the parent skills training is helping them learn where their breaking point is and not getting to that breaking point. It's actually addressing it beforehand so they never get to that point. There's nothing less resourceful than a parent who has reached the breaking point and is just out of control, right? Um, this includes parents who who give out consequences that are kind of outrageous. Um, you know, you're grounded for 10 years. You're never going to leave your room. Um, you know, things like that. Those are impossible to enforce. Uh, but And yet, I still see parents do that. So, We focus a whole section on what an appropriate consequence looks like and how that works. And again, that falls under the umbrella of parent skills training. Now, if you are working with a professional who makes recommendations for these things, like therapy, um, psychotherapy, one thing that I would definitely ask is, what is the treatment plan and how long is it going to be for the psychotherapy? What are you going to address? What is happening every week? Um, If your child is a minor, You have access to that information. And it's important for you to allow the therapist to work in their sphere of confidentiality. But at the same time, you want to be able to to measure out the results that are happening during that time to match what parenting skills training you are actually implementing in the home. And it really should be a collaboration between the therapists. Now, whenever I'm working with a family and the child is in therapy with a different therapist, um, or working with somebody else, I always collaborate. Always collaborate, because if the child and the parent if they're receiving mixed messages, then anything that we do will be undone by the other person, right? So collaboration is essential. Now, if you have a professional that is unwilling to collaborate, then it really is time to look for a different professional. Sounds harsh, but I am telling you. You need to find people who are working as a team for your family rather than working in individual silos uh, trying to help your family, right? Um, the team approach is the most effective way because if they know you're working on this, they could be working on this as well. And bringing those together will be even more powerful, right? So um, I my intention at the beginning was to give you Uh, a reason why it's important for you to follow the recommendations from your mental health professional, even if you feel like, "Ah, I don't know if this is going to work or the I uh, ask questions you know you need to ask questions about what they're doing and how they're doing it and you also need to be open to this now if you've tried some of these techniques and they haven't worked for you you have to ask yourself a few questions the first one is how consistent were you in being able to follow through with this and then longevity how long have you been able to be consistent in following through with this right those tend to be the two things that parents either give up too soon or they haven't done it long enough um, to see the results that they need to see. With ADHD children, It will take a little bit longer for you to implement these changes and for the changes to stick. So be consistent and just move forward with the plan that you establish with your mental health professional or even just with your spouse if you decide to sit down and work through this with your spouse or with another caregiver or your partner, whoever it may be, whoever is involved with the child's life. You can even do this with teachers who are at school and say, okay, this is what we're working on at home um, we want you to support what it is that we're doing, so we just want to make you aware of what's happening, and if you can do that where whenever you interact with the child, that'd be helpful. Very, very easy to do to talk to somebody else about that. So those are some of the recommendations that you may receive from a mental health professional in working with your child, and if you receive these really you know, accept it and work with it and see if you can find a way to make it work. And if you feel like I've done this and it doesn't work, it's time to recalibrate and readjust and ask questions and figure out why um, these interventions may be beneficial to you, but then go back and do them because these have been the, the things that have been most consistent as far as seeing change with families over a long period of time. These things do work it just depends on the implementation and how well you're doing. So that's it for me. If you want some additional help, specifically with your child who has ADHD, feel free to sign up for our coaching. Coaching at Smarter Parenting is a new thing that we're doing, and uh, it's the part that I'm more excited about than anything because it helps me connect with people who are dealing with issues, and we can address these things very specifically. So uh, jump over to the coaching page and let us coach you. Let us help you. Let us make the transformation happen for you. Let's work together so we can do this. Sign up for coaching. That's it for me, and I will see you again next week. All right, bye.